And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, hello again. Once again, welcome aboard to the show that never ends, and welcome here to all the indie music and some chat with the stars who make it. I am the David Bowers, and uh, this is my uh, co-host and right arm here, uh, the legendary Mr. John Bon Jovial. Hello. Good afternoon, John Bon Jovial. Well, hello there. Good afternoon there, Mr. The David Bowers. I hope life is wonderful there in the beautiful Valley of the Sun. It is that, and uh, we have a rather strange day. Some of the uh, some of the some of the locals are having a little trouble trying to figure out what those gray things in the sky are because it's been cloudy all day but uh, hey we're going to survive we'll survive long enough to get into some great new indie music like uh, like this one uh, from a guy who calls himself slushy it's called dreaming of you
And there you have it. That's Slushy. And uh, Slushy is a, uh, actually, he's a Los Angeles-based uh, 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 musician, DJ, singer, songwriter, record producer. He does it all. He goes by the name Slushy. His real name is Julian Scanlon out of Los Angeles. And that's a uh, new uh, new hit by him that is just now breaking into the uh, business or breaking into the song charts, I should say, Dreaming of You. And every time I hear his name, I, I, I can only think of what happens when, when you go down to the, uh, the corner quick stop there and you cross the uh, the soda machine with an auto tune. Oh, jeez! <laughs> you know, and and here, I was begging you <laughs> to say something along those lines, and you stole my thunder. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but yours yours was a bit bigger reach than mine. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, and I I just couldn't. I just couldn't resist. I mean, <laughs> and I'm not putting the guy down. I mean, the guy does his thing, and he does it well. And uh, <laughs> well, I, I suppose obviously if there's something well to be said. When you know, and, and of course, well, being, everything being everything facetious, is, uh, something every, well to be said about auto tune, and you know, maybe you just well, said it. I don't know. <laughs> everything you know, every kind of music shows a degree of, of talent and artistic ability, whether it's something you like or something I like or something somebody else likes. And uh, I'm, you know, I can tell from listening to him that the musical ability is there. It's well-constructed and the fans love it. So, you know, what else is there to say? And he does true. it well. I mean, the production quality, the production values behind this piece of music are very good. I would never argue that. I just have a hair up my butt towards auto-tune. I've never liked it. I will <laughs> never like it. I don't think it should be allowed in pop music. But, hey, that's just my humble opinion. And you're welcome to it, absolutely. <laughs> and those of you who like uh, electronic music, welcome to your style, and we're happy to share some of the new stuff, uh, one that uh, I think is uh, is going to be a, uh, a good one in the uh, electric to be electric electropop market. Dreaming of you, Slushy. And uh, we thank him very much, and we thank you for your patience with our uh, warped sense of humor here in the garage. And <laughs> right here on the show, where every show is an award show, so even Slushy is an award winner, as are all of our guests. Automatically, they are award winners. You see them posted online as previous TDBA award winners. You know why. That means they've appeared on the show and they've earned their right to be a part of the David Bowers family, and they will forever be a part of our family. We're proud of the artists that we've had on. We've had on some great artists, some great music, and I think we've got some more for you today. We've got a couple of artists from two widely disparate genres. We have uh, a girl who was a... Uh, well, she's been a star in her own right, and she'll be joining us shortly. Her name is Kelly Ritchie, and she has now formed a new group called the Spear Shakers, and they do her own brand of uh, uh, blues rock. I think you're going to like it. They're going to rock your socks off here in not too, uh, not too many more minutes. 
And uh, we're also going to have a young man by the name of Gary Burke III, who has just signed a new promotional deal with a uh, with an agency that we have worked with on many occasions, MTS Management. And uh, I spoke with Michael of MTS, and he told me he had this artist who just signed and has a new release coming out, I believe, somewhere around the first part of May. And I told him, "Gee, that's a shame we didn't know ahead of time. I would have uh, I would have been happy to." you know, break his new release on the show. And he said, no problem, I'll have him there. And he's going to be here very shortly. Gary Burke III, who is a, uh, well, he's a, he's a country singer and uh, with a touch of pop to it. I think you're going to like them both. They're both uh, excellent in their own right, as uh, Slushy is in uh, his style of music. Should be a lot of fun, a lot of good music. John Bon Jovial, tell us how things are down in the swamps. It's hot, it's humid, the mosquitoes are coming out, it's that most wonderful time of the year here in southwest it Florida. Sounds like Florida to me. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> it. that's pretty much what it is. But here in Naples, Florida, where this end of the David Bowers Awards lives, uh, the season is pretty much winding down. After Easter, all the snowbirds tend to uh, head back toward the north country because the weather is improving gradually up north, although been watching the Boston Red Sox games, and it looks like the weather up in Boston just has not been all that conducive for late April, what is now coming up oh, early no. May, and it has been just I, awful uh, up there. You know, our friends up there in Rochester who listen to us on WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio, uh, were telling me that they had uh, snow flurries on and off all day yesterday. And for those of you listening to this show down the road in the future, uh, this was recorded on the 29th of April. That's about as late in April as you can get. And uh, on the 28th, they were getting snow uh, across the band uh, uh, from western New York into the central area, and I guess farther east than that, all the way over to the Capital District and into uh, your state there, John Bon Jovi, yeah, in the state of Massachusetts. Yeah. And that's uh, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> We've been having decent weather here. Uh, got a little hot. We had our we finally got our first 100 plus day of the year, and uh, we know there are more not too far away. As a matter of fact, probably another week or so we'll be in the 90s on a daily basis and pushing the 100 mark all too frequently. And then after that, it only gets hotter. So uh, we we won't talk about that, but we will talk about this being the show where you and our guests get to pick award winners simply by sending us the name of anyone you think has done something exceptionally good or exceptionally stupid uh, with regard to music. And uh, all you have to do is write it down, tell us why you think they're deserving an award, uh, drop it into an email to david at thedavidbowers.com, and, hey, perhaps we'll use it right here on the air. want to shout out to our friends, including our aforementioned friends in Rochester, New York, at WRFZ, FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio, who carry our show Saturdays at noon. want to thank them for that and thank our listeners in Rochester for uh, supporting us, especially Mary Perry, accredited disability representative who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. Thank you so much, Mary Perry. We've got a lot of music today. I've already outlined who we've got coming up and we're going to be going to them right now our first guest is going to be the group who call themselves the spear shakers and here's a track from them called leaving it all behind 
And there you go. The Spear Shakers. It's called Leaving It All Behind. And uh, for some reason, my teleprompter just went totally blank. So uh, <laughs> I guess we're in the middle of getting ready to interview the Spear Shakers. Are we not, John Donjovio? We are. Kelly is waiting on hold for whenever you want to bring her in. Throw me a cue, and I'll, well, I'll, then I'll, let's... I'll hit her live, and we'll, we'll do it. Okay. Wait no longer. Okay. Let's bring her on in here. Kelly, hello there. Hello, how's it going? Going fine, thank you. So glad to have you here with us. Uh, you've got yourself uh, one heck of a track record. I had a few notes on the uh, on the teleprompter here, but naturally they just went blank for some reason. It decided to reset itself, I guess. So we're just going to have to wing it here. Tell us a little bit. I know you've got yourself a reputation as a hard-rocking blues artist, uh, probably the queen of the road warriors, I think is, uh, is one expression I've heard. Tell us a little bit about your background coming up to now. Okay. Uh, I grew up in Lexington, Kentucky, and I started off touring with a band called Stealing Horses on Arista Records, and we toured through the late 90s. And I put the Kelly Ritchie band together in the, I'm sorry, that was the late 80s. I put the Kelly Ritchie band together in early 91-ish. And started making records in 94, and today I have 16 records that I've released on my own rec on my own label. And uh, two years ago, I started easing off the road from constant touring and sold my house downsized. And I uh, wanted to just think about what I was doing musically, because I've been doing life coaching now for about a decade, and I've taught guitar lessons my entire career. And uh, so I sold my house, I downsized, and as I was trying to kind of figure out what to do next, uh, I met Sherry McGee, who I had known from uh, my early days uh, when I first started touring with Stealing Horses. We were on Arista Records, and she was on Enigma Records with a band called uh, Velvet Elvis. And uh, we were kind of ships passing, or flying, maybe speedboats <laughs> passing in the daytime. <laughs> she was on the road nonstop, ended up in L.A. I was on the road nonstop, ended up in Nashville. And all these years later, we found ourselves being asked to do a project, a uh, New Year's Eve project. And I said, if you can get Sherry McGee to do it, yeah, I've never gotten to work with her. And because uh, I don't like 
typically to play New Year's Eve, but it, I thought, you know, sure, you can do it, that's fun. Yeah, sure. and oh my God, it was a match made in heaven. She's like the best friend I've ever had, the best bandmate. And I said to her, I said, you know, I've always wanted to do like a black keys, white stripes, black duo jet kind of thing. Would you be game? She's like, oh yeah. She goes, I'd love that. <laughs> and I always thought Sherry was more of a pop, you know, drummer. Oh my God, it's like John Bonham. Um, it, it, she's she's just my dream drummer. And so we did a couple of rehearsals, and it was like, well, we don't really need to do that again. As long as I show up prepared, she follows me right off any cliff I could ever dream of jumping from. Awesome. And awesome. We, have a, we have a blast, you know. And it's and it's I've always called what I did blues blues rock, but I mean it's very blues-based rock, you know, I, I'm just a right. Zeppelin, Hendrix, you know, fan all along, and well, uh, my uh, favorite guitar player up, is Roy Buchanan. That brings up one one uh, description of you that I did want to pass on. Sorry to interrupt you, but I, I've got to do it before it slips my mind, and I, I don't have it on the tip of my tongue. Kelly, you were I've heard you described as Stevie Ray Vaughan, trapped in a woman's body with Janis Joplin screaming to get out. Huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, I tell people, it's like, if you don't like that, then you're probably not going to like me. And I won't take this. <laughs> but that that would be it. Uh, Lonnie Mack, who, uh, rest in peace, he was a dear friend of mine, and he's the one that uh, said Stevie Ray Vaughan trapped in a woman's body. And then another writer said with Janis Joplin screaming to get out. Screaming to get out. Kind of a double <laughs> quote. And it's like, well, that, <laughs> that sums it up. And, that is uh, awesome. That's, that's a that high compliment. That is the energy that I have. It, you know, when Lonnie said that, I it brought tears. I mean, you know, he worked with Stevie and did rec a record with Stevie and knew him very well. And, you know, that was an honor to have anybody say. And I have Stevie's right hand. I don't have his left hand. I'm not Popeye. <laughs> uh, but he was, a, he was a big influence on me mainly his right hand because I was uh, really brilliant back in the day and put a Kaler uh, bridge piece on an old 63 Strat. And uh, so it was a locking nut system. So to tune down a half step was a pain. So I just kind of picked up, you know, his right hand and just kind of, you know, played along. I never did any Stevie Ray covers because I was already already doing Hendrix, you know, and paying tribute to Hendrix and, um, and Paige, and everybody at that time was, was like a Stevie clone, and I didn't want to do that. I, I wanted to play, pay tribute to him by just honoring him in incorporating his style into what I did into a more original, uh, you know, side of myself and as an artist. So that's, that's the story. <laughs> well, let me ask you a, a question, Kelly. Um, and and this is I guess getting off subject a little bit, but I'm listening. Which to you're you, good at. Yes, which I'm very good at. Yes, uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm listening to your end of this conversation, and I'm hearing something in your speech pattern that I do not hear in too many guests, and it's a certain swagger, if you will. Uh, th th there's a certain amount of um, oh I'm. You know, I can't really think of the proper term, but maybe like a take charge type of attitude. 
because of your self-confidence. <laughs> yeah, con- well, confidence. Yeah, and uh, and and not everybody has that. It's something that is can't be taught, but is learned as far as your you know life experience is concerned. What has gotten you to a stage in your life now where you can speak with such confidence and such swagger? in your delivery where people are going to stand up and listen to you be, like we are right now. Hmm. That, that's very interesting that you say that. Um, and thank you. I think that is a compliment. Um, oh, it was you know, that I, way. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really good at me when it comes uh, to the guitar. And I've played, I mean, I practice 12 to 16 hours a day. And most of my style has come from those things that I couldn't do, but stealing what I could and making them my own. And uh, being a female, I don't have the hand strength that guys do, uh, but I'm really strong for a girl. So I had to play, you know, I had to define workarounds. And my teacher who, God, I had the, the most amazing guitar teacher, but he looked me in the eyes and he said, girls don't play guitar. Uh, and he was right. He said, you're going to have to be twice yourself you know uh, twice as good to get anybody to take you seriously and he was hard on me one time after i played maybe 10 years i caught him smiling <laughs> when i was playing oh, and man. he didn't know i saw him but you know i've 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 had to prove myself in the first part of my career when i was younger i had a chip on each shoulder and that that served me to some degree and then had i kept those on my shoulder and not polish them, it would have hurt me. Because, you know, I, I think, you know, having a strong ego is very important, but having an ego that's unconscious is, is damaging, unnecessary, and disappointing if someone really does admire something that you do. There's nothing worse than meeting someone and finding that they're full of themselves. And I always feared that. I never wanted that. But at the same time, I'm very confident in what I do, and I don't try to do things that I can't. So I stick in my, you know, little sliver of the pie, which is just ripping apart a guitar the way that I do it. I make no apologies, and um, and I don't claim to, to do all things. But and, and when Lonnie first saw me play, the first thing he said, after he said, you know, you're Stevie Ray Vaughan trapped in a woman's body, he said, you need to learn how to sing. It's like, damn. <laughs> it's like, okay, what do I do, you know? Because... I, I don't. I don't need to be right. I want to be the best that I can be. I would rather I, write. I, th- I think in, listen, in listening to you, though, I don't think I don't. I do not get that anything that you are saying is ego fed. I think it's confidence fed because of your experience. It, it, is that a fair assessment? It, it it is. It absolutely is. Also, as a life coach, I coach people in the different parts of their psyche and those parts that are active, like whether the inner critic that's beating us to death or a protector or a controller that's out of control, to help people identify what parts are too active and, and being detrimental to their life and how to bring those into alignment so the ego is properly functioning. Um, but like this morning, uh, the new condo that I live at, we're having a, a it's a small community, and I've been put in charge. I'm on the board. I've been put in charge of a roofing project. And uh, I, I had a little problem with keeping my um, <laughs> marbles all together this morning when that project started going sideways. It was like, 
okay, back to square one, you know, get back in the chair and <laughs> redirect myself. But, but, you know, when you've done 4,000 shows and done 16 CDs and, and, you know, traveled all over, you know, a number of places in the world, I do have the confidence of doing what it is that I do. And, um, and you know, to get on stage and to, to make people feel and to move that energy, you have to. Now, often on stage, I have internal meltdowns thinking that I just, it's awful, everything I'm doing is terrible, nobody's going to like me. But I don't, I don't show those things, you know. Um, there have been times where there were tears laced with sweat, you know, uh, but those, that was for me, you know, and my own struggles. But um, music is the ideal place to emote, and I think people want to see emotion. And uh, I was always a fan of Jimmy Page when he played live because, yeah, there were a few sloppy notes here and there, but look at where he was going. <laughs> you get oh, those yeah, notes that absolutely. Like, yeah. You know, so yeah. there's, there's no perfection in my playing, but there is emotion, raw emotion. And the, so the question of, uh, of, the, of the, I don't know, the line between ego and confidence actually it takes both and and you can't be confident without having your own ego and in the business you're in as a matter of fact in any business for that matter you've got to have a certain amount of ego which is going to drive you to be good enough to be confident in what you're doing so it makes perfect sense to me Yes, and, you know, having a healthy ego. There's nothing, you know, we have to have an ego. It's how we function in life. But is it healthy? Absolutely. You know, is it, yeah, you know, and and I just, a week from Wednesday, I'm graduating a three-year program to be a spiritual director. And uh, my life, 10 years ago, this October, I got sober. And uh, because I had always taught guitar lessons, I had good rapport one-on-one with people. So... I started doing life coaching. Um, at the time, it would have been easier to save the world than myself. Uh, but once I got sober and, and I used the coaching certification process to really get healthy and begin to work with other people in helping them to, you know, achieve their goals, uh, it's really been a wonderful process for the last 10 years to, to grow. And I think sometimes as an artist, it's a matter of growing up, you know, because when you get to play music and when you get to, to perform in the arts, you know, there's a longer uh, curve, I think, of really growing up and taking uh, personal responsibility because there's not a balance, typically, in life, off the road, I, on the road, you know, what I can agree with you on to, that. You know, and yeah. So. And I've got to move on here because I got to get to this point before we run out of time. And that is the fact that you have now just released as the Spear Shakers a three track EP. We played one track from it. We're going to play another here in a minute. But uh, first, tell us about the EP in the, oh, I don't know, maybe two minutes we have left. Tell us about the EP. Okay. And also, if you could sum it up with uh, telling us about the track we're going to play, which is Something's Going On. Okay, um, so I went back through all of my material, you know, I have 16 CDs, and uh, pulled the tracks out that I'd written that I really loved, that I thought would transfer into the power duo with Sherry. And so I wanted to start there and just mine my catalog. So 
the, the first three songs I wanted to go in and because people were like, okay, what are you doing now? And I wanted people to see it and hear it. So we recorded live in the studio, but we multitracked it. So it was a, it was a real good recording, but it captured the live energy. Three songs. The first one that I heard you play, Leaving It All Behind. We did another one, I Went Down Easy, and What You're Going to Play, Something's Going On. And uh, then we went and we shot three music videos, one for each, so you can see what this is live and in action. And then we wove together a promotional video, all of which, if you go to kellyritchie.com, at the bottom where our social media is, you can click and go to my YouTube page and see who it is that we are. And Something's Going On is a riff-driven uh, song, which, you know, everything's kind of riff-driven in a power duo or a power trio. But this maybe is most like Stevie Ray kind of, you know, thing. Um, so, you know, you can decide for that. But Something's Going On is just, I mean, it just starts and it doesn't stop till it gets to the end and it's real tight. Well, it's not one of those you did a extended guitar solos. You did a fantastic job of wrapping this up, even with my answering my closing question before I asked it, which was tell the folks how they can find your music, your videos, and you. And again, the uh, give us one more time. Give us the link to find you. Okay. It's kellyritchie.com, and that's K-E-L-L-Y-R-I-C-H-E-Y. And when you go to the website, there's a music section, which has all of my music history, and there is a healing arts section for my coaching. And I have an active blog. Um, I'm active on social media, and I teach guitar lessons to students all over the world through Skype and FaceTime. And uh, I love working with people, and I love playing music and just doing the whole thing, living life, living the dream. Fantastic. Kelly Ritchie of the Spear Shakers, thank you for coming and sharing with us, telling us your story, sharing your music. We look forward to having you back again in the very near future. Keep in touch with us. Ladies and gentlemen, here they are, the Spear Shakers, and something's going on.
Well, there you have it. Something's going on. The Spear Shakers right here on the David Bowers Awards. And we are now ready for our next guest who we'll be bringing on in a moment after we listen to a track. This is a country artist who has just signed on with a uh, new promotional agency. And they have a new track coming out in the not-too-far-distant future, which we will be finding out about, including when the new track will be available. This is the title of the song and it is Gary Burke the Third This ain't no runaway train a red hot flame that's bound to burn out I've been there and I've done all that no more. This ain't no routine life with a Stepford wife just hanging around. I don't want no part of that. I'm holding on to what I've had. Cause this is a natural high, a roller coaster ride that's never ending. This is a fun red wine that ages with time, just keeps getting better. May not be paradise, we bust and fight for the love. Wearing on my brain and dragging me down She likes her space and I like mine That's fine This ain't no cheating thing Don't need a flank to satisfy me It took me a while to find The more we love, the more I like it This is a natural high roller coaster ride That's never ending This is a fun Never ending. This is a fun red wine that ages with time. Just keeps getting better. May not be paradise, but we fuss and fight for the love this life. I know my heart, my soul, every time we kiss. What this is. Yeah, yeah. What this is. This is Gary Burke the Third, and here he is right now. Hello, Gary. How's it going? 
It's going fine. Thank you for joining us today. Good to have you on board. Congratulations on your uh, your new deal with MTS Management there. And uh, thanks, of course, yeah, to Michael you. for turning you on to us and turning us on to you. Uh, tell us a little bit about Gary Burke the Third and your where you come from and what you've been doing. Yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm from a little town north of north of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's called Shakora. Um, you know, I, I've been been doing this music thing for quite a few years now, and uh, recently released a few songs and uh, started getting my name out there. Um, and then just recently, I hooked up with MTS and uh, Michael Michael Stover over there, and uh, you know, he's really helped me helped me get to the next level with this, and we've really been really been taken off with it. Fantastic, and uh, you've got yourself a you've got yourself a hard driving sound. I I couldn't help but picture you on stage doing the show. Are you doing uh, Are you doing a lot of personal appearances? Oh yes, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, in the past year, I had the opportunity to, to uh, open up for Cassidy Pope, Dustin Lynch, Brett Young, um, Alabama. You know, just to name a few. Um, this year, um, I've got a show coming up uh, in July. Um, opening up for uh, some members of Leonard Skinner and 38 Special. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, that's in uh, Phillipsburg, Pennsylvania, just outside of State College. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been, been making lots of appearances and, and uh, growing this a little bit bigger. Well, you're, you're, you're definitely doing that. And like I said, I can picture you on stage with the music you're playing, like the, the uh, cut we just played here. This is, I can, I can see that whipping up the audience and uh, you getting them cranked up for, uh, for a show there. So I, I, I definitely can see where you're coming from there. John Bon Jovial, you look like you have a question on your mind. Well, sure. First of all, Gary, uh, welcome aboard. We're glad to have you with us. And, and I also will repeat, uh, what David just said, congratulations on your new management deal. And uh, we all hope that it's going to do extraordinarily well for you. Um, now, are you, uh, so far uh, in your career, are you a regional artist in the Northeast around Pennsylvania? Or have you been branching out and doing any touring in other parts of the country? Um, lately, I've been just regional. Um, I just started diving into, uh, starting to spread my wings. So, so to say a little bit further and, uh, you know, getting a little bit further out there and, uh, you know, seeing what I could do. Because you've got the kind of sound that I can see, uh, uh, I, I, I can't think of what is the uh, oh, line dancing. Yes. I can see you and, you know, your sound being up on stage and, the audience doing, you know, line dancing to your music. And, and I say that as a good thing because I don't think everybody can pull that off. Um, but I, I, I like, so far, I, I like what I hear. Now, David will tell you that I never get to listen to the music beforehand because he wants, <laughs> he wants my honest opinion. He wants me to listen to it and then uh, be able to... Uh, no preconceptions. That's right. No preconceptions and be able to... Uh, you know, wax poetically on my first uh, impressions. And uh, again, I do like what I hear, and I especially like the fact, and please keep it this way throughout your career, I really like the fact that you're not using auto-tune. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, <laughs> that was one thing whenever I started this. Uh, you know, my, 
my entire family that was behind me, they, they all pretty much engraved that in my brain, never to uh, pretend to be something I'm not. And, uh, you know, auto-tune, I just feel like, you know, just doesn't really portray me as an artist, so... Well, auto-tune, no, I can, uh... as, as anybody that listens to this show on a regular basis, they will know that my impression of auto-tune, auto-tune is for people that have no talent to make them sound like they do have talent. Like if you and I were going to record a song. Yeah, exactly, precisely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, as I said, I could, I could see you... Uh, doing a live show with music like that. And uh, as John said, yeah, d- line dancing while you're playing. I can see you whipping the audience up into a frenzy there. It's uh, It's got a good sound to it. It's got some drive. It's something you can't sit there. You can't just sit there and fall asleep listening to it. You're going to, your foot's going to yeah. get tapped and you're going to get moving with the music. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Do you, now, do you write your own stuff? No, I do have a team of songwriters. Um, you know, they've all been really amazing and uh you know uh, a few of my songwriters have wrote uh number one cuts for artists such as like carrie underwood um and uh you know they just they've really put out a good product for me and i couldn't be happier to uh to represent them well don't be afraid to drop their names on us and tell us who they are because they they deserve (laughs) the kudos as well yeah, the, late, the, the latest song that I released uh, was Friday Night. It was wrote by uh, David Tuff and Dean Barton. Um, that, was the, that was the most recent one. The first song that I ever released was Crashed. Um, and the song you guys just heard, this is, they were both wrote by the same people. Um, the, the main writer on the, on the tracks was Chris Farron, who uh, co-wrote for Carrie Underwood on Jesus Take the Wheel. Um, okay. and Crash was co-wrote by Steve Azar, who sang, uh, I don't have to be me till Monday. And, uh, like I said, I, I just, I couldn't be happier with, you know, the product that they put out for me and, you know, where they helped me, you know, get to ultimately. Fantastic. Now we're going to get to your new track here in uh, just a few minutes, but first give us a, uh, give us a picture of what you've got. Uh, you've got yourself, your new promotion management. What, what's on the table? What's scheduled? What's coming up in the next few months for you? Over the next few months, um, I have a new song coming out. Um, it's going to be probably about two months out, um, before it's officially released. Um, you know, I've been, been working with a great group on that one and, uh, it's a little bit of a different sound. Um, it, it follows a modern country, you know, I don't want to call it a country pop, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a country pop sound and, uh, it's just something a little bit different that we're going to try and see how it goes. But, uh, I think people really, really respond to it. Well, I, I have a, a, another question, uh, for you, Gary. And, and that is when you're developing, you and your writers are developing a song and, and everybody is espousing their opinions of one way to do it or another. As you develop the song, do you develop it first electronically as if it's going to be the final uh, product? Or do you sit down with an acoustic guitar and, and try to hammer it out that way? I mean, me personally, when I sit down and write, it's one of those. I mean, I come up with the melody first and then, you know, I, it's easier for me. I've been a guitar player, you know, since I was uh, nine years old. So it's easier for me to create a kind of a melody with the guitar and then the lyrics just kind of fall into place with it. But in, in developing it, do you have a, uh, you know, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, for your own personal 
enjoyment, your own personal entertainment, or, and and when you're developing something, do you have a particular guitar that is your just your go-to reliable favorite? What is it? Yeah, I actually have a signature guitar. Um, it was built by J and B Customs. Uh, they're kind of a local guitar store and uh, guitar manufacturer in my area. Um, I've heard of them. Basically, I took them an idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I took them an idea, and I said, this is what I want, and I couldn't find anybody else to make it. And uh, uh, a couple weeks went by, and lo and behold, I, I had the, the exact guitar that I was dying to have. So, Well, that's way cool. That is that 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 is definitely yeah, that is definitely that, something that, that is all right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got any plans for an album? That's my plan. Um, within the next year, I mean, ultimately, I would love to have you know a full album put together. Um, right now, I have four. You know, I'd like to get get quite a few more and uh, release the whole thing and definitely put out a full product. Yeah, there's a lot of talk going around about the albums becoming a thing of the past, uh, what with all the digital downloads and everything. But uh, I don't know. I, I still think there's a market for a compendium of songs by an artist, whether it's a collection of their past hits, like a greatest hits collection or whatever. But I, I still think there's a market for uh, for what we call albums. What do you think? Oh, yeah, Definitely. I mean, even when I go to, you know, go to my local shows, uh, I always have CDs and stuff with me and people are always asking about them. So it's definitely not just the digital market. I mean, obviously the digital market is where it's going. I hope it doesn't go all the way there. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's still a market for the CDs, the old traditional CDs. So. Oh, well, we're going back even further than that. I still have my... My vinyl collection, I probably have about 800 oh, records, and, and uh, there's no way on yeah. God's green earth I'm going to give them up. <laughs> no, I told my kids, that's my that's my legacy, that's my inheritance, that's what you get when I move on to the next show. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, Actually, there has been a resurgence in vinyl over the last four or five years, so that's an interesting development. Uh, what's old is new yeah, again. It really is. You never, you yeah, never really is. know. Gary, before we run out of time, I think we've got about, uh, what, about three, four minutes left, and uh, we're going to go to your new track, and uh, why don't you tell us about the new track and uh, when it's coming out, because I, I understand, what, the early May? Yes, May 4th, it'll be released. Um, That's early. And you guys can get, yeah, yeah it's coming soon. Um, you can get it uh, on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Music. Um, you can even find it on my website, which is GaryBurkeTheThird.com. Um, it's, it's, it's a real driving song. Um, you know, it's, it's called Friday night and it's just, it, it's got that real good party feel to it almost, but, uh, it's got, it's got some good hooks in it and I really had fun with this one. Well, we're going we're gonna to get to hear that in just a minute here. Actually, when I say that uh, May 4th is early, as you know, we pre-record this show, and this show will be released on that weekend, which is uh, Cinco de Mayo weekend. Uh, I think the 4th is a Saturday, is it not? It's also Star Wars Day. Yes, may the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Yes, yes. But yeah, that's that'll. So this song will break in Rochester, New York, on Saturday, May fourth, because they carry my show 
uh, a day before it's released worldwide, and uh, that'll be on at uh, noon Eastern time on WRFZ FM 106.3. That's Rochester Free Radio. And then on Sunday the 5th, it'll be worldwide here on the David Bowers Award. So, Gary, we want to thank you so much for coming and sharing with us, allowing us to get to know you and share you with your uh, with our audience, I should say. Uh, in closing, any parting thoughts? Yeah, I mean, thank you guys so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Um, thank you guys for the support and, you know, playing my new music. And uh, I'm so glad that, you know, radio stations are still uh, <laughs> picking up new country artists. Uh, it, it's it's really awesome, you know, getting to hear it and getting to, getting to experience this. And, and, you know, I'm so thankful for everybody that's been involved. Well, you know, things have come a long way since, you know, the old days of uh, when David and I were on the air of uh, in the middle of the night, somebody knocking on the back door and trying to slip you a, a, oh, a, a $50 bill for playing the record. And uh, But we are absolutely, <laughs> you know, our specialty is to play people that are relatively unknown and, 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 and to try to make them known. And especially those people, you know, folks like you that, that really do have a story to tell and and a quality sound to make and and we're just absolutely thrilled that you're with us yeah thank you i mean I, like i said i i can't tell you how much i appreciate it and uh yeah i look forward to look forward to seeing you guys in the future again well we look forward to having you back welcome to the david bowers family and uh We'll definitely be looking forward to hearing from you in the future. Keep in touch with us online. Let us know what you're doing, where you're going, and uh, we'll definitely keep in touch with you. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Burke III, this is his new release this weekend. It's called Friday Night. Kick it in. Last. Dylan's out there smoking grass Sheila's got the Jaeger She's sipping it slow Field is full of pickup trucks Jim and Jesse just pulled up Give them boys a Dixie cup It's time to roll Robbie's starting fights He's only five feet tall Everybody loves him He brings the alcohol
There you go. Friday night, Gary Burke the Third. You're going to be hearing more from him. We want to thank you for joining us here on the David Bowers Awards Artist. If you'd like to be considered to be a guest on the show, all you have to do is send us your information, an EPK or a uh, short bio, and a link to your music will also work. Send them to David at thedavidbowers.com. We'll take a listen, and who knows, maybe we'll be hearing you right here on the David Bowers Awards. We want to thank our guests, Kelly Ritchie and Sherry McGee, uh, better known as the Spear Shakers, and Gary Burke III. Thank you for joining us, sharing your music, your stories. Everyone out there, be sure to sign up and follow us right here on Blog Talk Radio, also on Twitter, Facebook, all the other usual places to make sure you don't miss a thing. And we'd appreciate it if you'd drop a like on us uh, around the Internet, too. Always appreciate hearing from you all. Thank you very much, John Bon Jovial. I think it's time for you to take us home. Well, indeed it is. And, you know, folks... I don't know how you managed it, but you've done it again. You have uh, managed to spend another quality hour with the David Bowers Awards, and we sure are grateful for it. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on Blog Talk Radio and YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, Spreaker, all these places where you get your favorite podcasts you will find the David Bowers Awards. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, just like David said. And be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3. That's Rochester Free Radio. And, of course, on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Universal Time Coordinate for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it all happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers, I am the legendary one and only John Bon Jovial. We thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards. (laughs) 